my daily report card where every day is continuous test with no subject what's your answer and what's it meaningful wow everyone it's early in the week but we are blessed right now how many how can a blessing come on a tuesday it's going up but unfortunately there's no clubs um this man holds so many hats he should damn near work for lids you know <laughs> I mean, some people might call him C. Lee. Some people might call him C. Legal. This guy has his own show via Instagram. Uh, Instagram, where can you be found on Instagram? At the C. Lee Brand, T-H-E-C-L-E-B-R-A-N-D. What's up? This is C. Legal for the people. I'm here. I'm here to have a good conversation. I'm excited to be here. I'm feeling good. I'm feeling prosperous. It's good er herbals in the air. Oh, yeah. You know what I'm saying? So it's Speak a, on it. It's a good little energy. We got the beautiful woman behind the, you know, behind the scenes taking pictures. Shout so out to Rain. I like that energy right there, too. So, you know, I'm just I'm feeling good. Hey, this man is, when I say uh, inspiration, this guy doesn't stop working. You see him at his house. You see him out. And... This guy, he goes by, what is it, the, the greatest square on earth. Yeah, I'm starting to believe square. it, honestly. Yeah, definitely, definitely. The world's greatest square, you know what I'm saying? Absolutely. Nice yeah. guys finish broke, he says. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's a classic. How the hell you find that? That's Come on, man. I do my classic. research, that's sir. A, Come damn, on. That's a classic. How you find that one? Yeah, the, yeah, definitely. This man, he's, and you think that, you know, in this age that we're in, um, kind of get coming out of a pandemic and everybody wants to be heard and seen, especially now. This man been doing it since before 2016. And trust me, I checked, but I couldn't flick down the Instagram far enough when you get restarted. I couldn't do it too much. It was way too much flicking. It's a lot, it's a lot, but it gotta be that way. We gonna get into that though. We gonna get into that for sure. This man is a real one and we're so blessed to be a part of this and we want to give you your flowers while you're still here man so we just want to give you appreciate it definitely appreciate it i appreciate it man that, that's that's a that's a necessity we do that to people you know what i'm saying give people their flowers where they can smell them you know what i'm saying that's a good thing and uh, man i'm feeling good man I, i'm just happy to be here so you know uh kick it off man tell me something about yourself hey well we're gonna get into it he's about to get on his daily report card let's start it <laughs> first song in my head of the day um what was that, Rain? Um, oh, Off the Wall by Michael Jackson. I was playing that vinyl earlier. Hey, check out Season 10 playlist um, for our Daily Report car soundtracks on Spotify and Apple. What was the first song coming to your head of the day? Uh, shit, what was I listening to on my way here? I was listening to Tory Lane's actually new album. Okay. So that's the, he got a song called Intro that comes, comes to mind. I was listening to that on my way here, you know, uh, Tory Lane's even though through his transgressions, mm. he's still talented. Yeah, you know he still got his. You, he's still talented. So I, I be conflicted sometimes because yesterday I was listening to Kales and I'm like, speak on it. I got to chill out. You know what I'm saying? Because my love for black women and, you know, me understanding that, that you know, that shit not cool when he was right. home. Right. But it's just hard not to listen to the music. It's like a guilty pleasure of mine at this point. And I, I shouldn't be listening to it, so I'm acknowledging I'm out of pocket. 
but the nigga is talented. So sometimes I'd be like, okay, I can separate the art from the artist, and then sometimes I'd be like, oh shit, this is this is out of pocket. Now I I'm be I'm a proponent of you gotta separate the art from the artist. I still like watching the Cosby Show. That's some good television. That's some good watching. I'm, I'm sorry. Disagree. I do not like the Cosby Show. I think it's terrible. I love it. You know what I'm it's saying? It's just black excellence. It's it just is. so. It's it just, just it you know. Never, it was never funny to me. I like Family Matters though. Family Matters was though. I like Family Matters. I think it was like too over the top with that character. <laughs> you know, like that was the whole thing. I liked it when Stefan was there because I was like, all right, this is normal. What they had at Family Members was like not normal. But yeah, it was some. It was some other type of shit. You know what yeah, I'm it was some other type of shit. I like Living Single too. That was good. I'm sorry, but I'm I'm still stepping in the name of love. I'm sorry. I'm still doing it. I'm still doing it. I'm still doing um, it, but I understand. It, it, it's tough, bro, because when you really sit there and unpack how this nigga was, you know, keeping them locked up in rooms and fucking on little girls, and that shit is just out of pocket. Can I cuss on here? Oh, yeah. It's all good. You feel me? Yeah. What he was doing to them, that, that shit is disgusting. And then, because part of me, sometimes when I'm listening to the music, I'm thinking, I'm I'm overthinking the lyrics. Right. Like, who is he talking about? Yes. What was he saying? Because then when you watch the, the R. Kelly, one of the young ladies was like, she was there when he made the song or some shit like that. Nah, it was crazy. It was just a lot. But the, the song, I can't deny the music is good. It's very, very good. I mean, it's just the generation that we live in. I'm sure some of the most classic artists that we still play to this day 20, 30 years ago had something, but we just wasn't able to have that type of light shined on them as well. Exactly. I think a lot of the industry got a lot of, you know, deep, dark secrets that we don't know about from movies to music to, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. modeling. I think it's a lot of deep, dark things that go on that we just don't know about. So, you know, sometimes it's just a, it's a back and forth thing that I go through, you know, when I'm listening. Sometimes I just like, this is just too good. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm, I'm usually of that mind. What did I read today? Um, I I went through a couple books today. I was inspired by C. Lee himself. He posted, um, I was at Law 37 of um, the, what is it, the 48 Laws of Power. It was like an excerpt from um, the Breakfast Club that you posted today. And I actually have that book. And I, um, I went back to that. And it is better to sometimes just ignore the problem opposed to giving it that energy when the it's kind of like when the wolf when the wolf is um howling at the moon and the the moon howls back and i felt that absolutely uh i'm learning it as i grow in success and i grow in fame um problems talk yo talk you know what i'm saying I, you know i'm because i believe success has different stages you got your planning stage you got mm. your execution stage mm-hmm. and then you got your you know success stage and right it's problems at every single stage and kind of i'm having a little bit of success not a lot and it's like that's one of the problems that come with it um envy jealousy mm-hmm. and people just wanting attention because right. we are in an attention whore era so the fact that you got it is like People look at you like you have my currency because you have attention. Therefore, I need to do something to get attention. You know and then if you acknowledge them on your platform, exactly. then that'll make them go to their, once, once their platform. Once you acknowledge a troll, people know what's going to get you to tick. And then other trolls see it or that troll see it, they're going to keep picking at it, picking at it, picking at it. Mm-hmm. So you kind of got to just let shit go and you got to just stay focused. And then the trolls eventually will wash themselves away. Absolutely. And, you know, you'll move forward. Like, you know... And, I'm not the super most religious person in the world, but I truly believe you can make your enemies your footstool. It says, it says it in the Bible. Like, oh, damn. Your enemies become your footstool, so essentially these trolls do so much trying to get your attention, 
they don't even know they're promoting you at this point. Like Absolutely. They're they helping you grow by just trolling like a motherfucker. So you got to get them going. Yeah, they putting your name up. You know what I'm saying? So it just works. But I'm kind of at that phase now where it's like, damn, like, man, and I don't even have a lot of attention. So I can only imagine what happens as I get, you know, I start when you, to when, you, when, when K's turn to M's. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, man, I can only imagine what's going to happen. But, you know, it's for you. It's always going to be for you. But Absolutely. Man, people really want attention, though. Like, oh, yeah. shit is a thing. I didn't even realize it because... I was doing my You just get it so naturally, yeah. Me, I'm yeah. literally just doing me, and you know, you just don't realize how mad that makes people. Even people who bigger than you and have more money or clout or whatever than you, it bothers them. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? It really bothers them. So it's odd to me, but that's why I'm just trying to handle business. Why I have a little bit of success I have. Oh well, um, the hardest um, conversation to have is the one one in the mirror for sure. What did you read today? I got my reading from you. You should have didn't within the twenty four hours. You didn't have an article, not a post that looked good or something like that. Um, shit, I'm always I'm always taking it. A quote. Oh uh, nah, only thing I listened to that that excerpt from uh, I think it was either Robert Robert Greene or Charlemagne. That's that's what I was on. Yeah, that was dope. That's why I had to repost it because I'm like, okay, this is some good good insight right here. This is some really good insight. Absolutely. Was I physically active today? Man, I damn near didn't do it today. I ain't gonna lie. I was being lazy. Um, this is the poem um, "A Rose That Grew From Concrete," and it's actually a rose that grew from concrete, and it's the street that I grew up on, which is Silver Avenue and uh, Revere Avenue. So it's just a metaphor of something coming from nothing. You know? Oh, no, I see you. Thug life. Hey, every day, man. Come on. You already know. SF415, you thugged out. I see you, Come on, man. Hey, thank you. I see you. Our body's a temple. We got to decorate it. How old you when you got your tattoo? This? I was like 23. You know what? That brings another question, and I'm glad you're the perfect person to ask this question. Let's go. I mentor young boys. I mentor uh, my family, cousins, all that. Uh-huh. I see some of the young boys I mentor, you know, I took them to like San Quentin Prison, gun ranges, concert. I took them to a lot of different places. Uh-huh. So I see two of the young boys who I mentored the other day, about 14, 15 years old. Mm-hmm. Uh, 15, I'm going to say they're 15. Okay. They got big ass tattoos on their arms. Mm-hmm. My question to you is, how young is too young to be getting tattoos? Well, um... You know, I got my first one at 16. So, I mean, for me, it's it's got to be where you can cover it up, honestly. If, it, if a collar shirt can cover it up, a long sleeve, then do whatever your life is your life. It's only, you only come around here once, and everybody's opinions don't really matter, you know? Exactly. Which brings me to my next question. If you had a kid, your kid was 14, 15, 16 years old, and they came to your house with a tattoo, how would you feel? Uh, shout out Cameron and Chase. Love you, babies. Um, if or, or when they came, I would hope that they um, show me before or be would open enough that I would hope at that time we have a good enough relationship to where if they want to make that decision and they would want me to know what, what or just want to talk about it or want me to take them or something like that. So that's what that's what I hope the relationship that I'm fostering. I completely disagree. Ah! I completely fucking disagree. What? Cause do you have any tattoos, first of all? No, I don't have none. I don't have none. Do you have something against tattoos? No, I have nothing against tattoos. I just think that's fairly young to be making permanent decisions 
Now, 17-ish, alright, I get it. 18, go ahead, I can't stop you. 15, I, I, something in me said, nah, that's too young. Well, every generation before the last one pretty much was getting married at the age of 13 or 14. See that? That's still too young to be doing that. How did that work out? Well, the age of expectancy, life expectancy was lower as well. So you had to get it. It's another life, you know? It's just like where we're at right now in time, and it feels like that. Um, it was stupid because... <laughs> I got it covered too. Like it was on my back. It was my last name. It was a um I don't even know. It was like a tribal sign underneath. It looked cool at the time and I just wanted to take my shirt off at gym. But um I ended up getting the the San Francisco Bay Bridge covered on my back. Like it's pretty pretty huge piece now. But that was my first tattoo. So and you so you regretted that tattoo. It, I, I think I aged out of that tattoo. So you re- <laughs> <laughs> That's the problem. Because you're 15. Like, can I ask you a pers- uh, woman's perspective? Tattoos 15 years old. How do you feel about it? Speak loud so the mic can hear you. No? Why not? Babies get piercing. That's you can take a piercing out. That's true, but Especially, especially now, you can take you, tattoos can come off. That's 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 young. That's young. That's super duper young to make that permanent decision. Like, cause you 15. Like, we all know you're not gonna be at 25 or even at 20 at the same headspace you were at 15. So if you get some dumbass tattoo at 15, now you're looking like, why did I get this stupid ass shit? Yeah, yeah, true. You know what I'm saying? It's like, I don't, nah, you gotta no. Hey, well, hey, see, that's why. When, when, see, hey, see these future kids, I want you to know right now. If you listen to this in about 20 some odd years, uh, it's, it's ugly for you. You know, uh, it's, it's going to be ugly for you, and I want you to know right now in 2021, it's ugly for you. It's better to ask for forgiveness than permission anyway. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. I ain't going to shit on them, but it's like, that's young. Like, that's very, very young to make a permanent decision. Like, but you know, yeah. things are different. So I am, I'm maybe I'm just an old, out of You old school. You old soul. That's what it is. He told me he was an old man off camera, too, and I, 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 I'm starting to believe him now. That's, that might be what it is. But you know, I like that. Were you physically active today? Damn, not yet. I stay up all night. I literally don't sleep till 6, 7 in the morning, so I, and I sleep all night. Oh, I know that. Night. We all know that. If you follow him, yeah, you know he's up. Because I, 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 I worked security for a decade. I just stopped working security like a year, year and a half ago. So when you do graveyard, Talk your stuff. You done got off your security job. When you, when you do graveyard for 10 years, your body yeah. used to being up. So yeah, you're not your, your clock. I was a 24-hour post office, so I can handle business at night, shit my packages off at night with no crowd. I'm yeah. up yeah, your body clock is is just it's it already it's set you know because security that guards you know I put on for the security guards I want to make sure I say this uh, to all the security guards out there listening make sure you read them books make sure you uh, work in your move shit make sure you hit a cut go get you a nap in make sure you saving your money bringing a lunch so you ain't always buying food or go get a you know go get a site at a tech company where they got food there for free. 
You know what I'm saying? Make sure you're just working your moves so you can get up out of here. Because nobody wants to be a security guard forever. Most people don't want to be a security guard forever. So work your moves, save your money, flip your money, and read your books. Watch your YouTube videos and get your hustle on while you have the job. That's why we work it so, so we can, you know, uh, save that money and use that time to, you know, get ready for the next, next stage in life. So shout out to the security guards. And know that you are not who you, what your current occupation is as well. Exactly. You are, you know, I have this great man in front of me right now, and a couple years ago they would have they would have just seen a nigga on security, but he Absolutely. still had greatness in him. So know that you are not defined by your current situation as well. Absolutely. You know, they, they crack a joke in a minute too, a little underdog. Oh, a little flashlight guy for it. For real. When they use the word little anyway in it as well. Yeah, so you got to just, you got to just stay focused. Like, you really, really got to stay focused because you know um you make your enemies your footstool you know what i'm saying like say it work with you you just got to keep working make your enemies your footstool and you'll be all right truly for you you know what i'm saying so yeah just keep hustling the security guards out there doing your thing oh fuck, i gotta say this don't over your job is to observe and report <laughs> don't grab it <laughs> fuck that property fuck that anything let them have it you make sure you make it home. Oh, yeah. Right, hey, for real. Hey, so there are police for that. They they, they get paid for that. You are supposed to call them. You know what I'm saying? Stay, stay far, far. <laughs> Luckily, I've never had no situations. You know what I'm saying? Like, well, you had to be a frail snitch, and you had yeah, to. Yeah, I never had to do no shit like that. But look, even if I would, like, take this shit. I don't care. I'm going home. Right. You know what I'm saying? They going to get this shit insured. This shit right, insured. it's insured. None of this. It's yeah. <laughs> hey, what did I get from my meditations today? Hey, and I wanted to speak on to speak on this with you. Your, I had this to me, and I wrote it down in my journal. You can't base your decisions off of the societal roles or the family roles that were given to you, or that there are. You make. You base your decisions off of the history that they have with you and your own personal decision. Simplify that story. We're 14 or 15 years and understand it. 14, 15 years and understand it. So you may think that because someone's your uncle or your auntie or your cousin or your um, someone of clergy or teacher that they're supposed to have some sort of standing to you they you expect certain things of them like to have respect to look out for you to blah 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 but however you need to in my opinion base your decisions off of what have they actually done as a person you know after you sat back and observed for a while and make your decisions off that and I've had that issue with well this person is my my dad or my my cousin they're supposed to look out for me but like no this person is another individual who just so happens to share blood with me and so history has depicted you shouldn't respect them based on their title you should respect them by the act their actions what they've done period well, yeah damn hey well you make it seem so you say it so much quicker now, um, you're right you know I, that, that's funny because i was thinking that on the way here you know what i'm saying as i'm thinking about topics and, and content for my show mm -hmm. one thing um and i want to i want to specify this to black men you know what i'm saying because i'm just going to be honest and i'm not going to try to uh save no feelings 
sometimes with black men, mm-hmm. we talk it better than we walk it. Oh, when shit. people hold us accountable, speak! When people hold us accountable for not walking it like we talk it, we want to get mad and take personal shots. Call them a hater. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. When really, I just want to hold you accountable for what you said or what you acted as if or I assume that you could do. These are your words. I got my text message. You're there. You, I got a screenshot. You told me, not other way. As men, we mm-hmm. have to be men, meaning if you say... I'm finna go build this business. If you say I'm yep. finna go do this, or if you talking, if you're criticizing somebody for what they do or not, what they doing or not doing, nigga, you do it. You know what I'm saying? Don't Water. sit back and tell, oh, you should do this, you should do that. No, you get your ass up, stop being a, a couch critic, and you go do it. Exactly. And you know what I'm saying? Oh, you, if you got all this game and all this information, you get up and you go build it. If you don't like what's going on in your community, if you don't like seeing how this is being treated, you get up. You go raise the funds and you go do it. Be the change that you want to see. Exactly. Like, stop complaining, stop bitching, stop moaning. That is not the way bosses operate. I learned that from operating businesses for the last decade. You, as a boss, as a man, as a leader, you can't sit here and complain about a problem. You have to fix the problem. That's what bosses do. If you're not ready to fix the issue, you're not ready to be. You're not ready to be a boss. Absolutely. You are the final chain of command, meaning you have to figure out solutions. You have to be solution-based. Mm-hmm. Too often we be complaint-based. We be repost-based. Right. We be bitch-based. Like, mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? We bitching about shit all the time, and that's not going to work. And we have that problem bad, and we need to really fix that problem. You know what I'm saying? Like, that shit is important. Oh, and also, it's like we are, we're not, we got to hold ourselves to the highest standard. We can't say that, oh, I should we should be expecting this much respect for us and we're not doing shit on our own like we got to hold ourselves to the highest standard and, and, and a lot of us are doing like we understand how biased the media is mm-hmm. and, and telling our stories and us getting out us to share our truths that's why I love my platform because we can talk about a variety of different things and get our true feelings our true experience and where can we where can we find this platform again tell me tell me again brand on IG live it's, it's one it, I've been up. My show's been up since 2017 consistently. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's probably one, it's one of the most open, honest platforms in the Northern California. One of the most impactful media outlets in the Bay. Talk, talk your talk! talk. You know what I'm so, he moved over from Snapchat, too. He was having oh, discussions yeah, yeah, on Snapchat yeah, yeah. Snap, at first. Exactly. I was on Snap doing my thing when I had my uh, clothing shop in Antioch. But, like, it's, like, the media is biased. So, if you don't like how the media is reporting, if you don't like the bias within the media... Build your own platform, and a lot of people are doing it. Should we mm-hmm. doing it right now? At you know this moment, so, my daily report card. It's a lot of it's a lot of people like doing that. So I salute to everybody who is. But once more and more people, and we all get on that, then we become an unstoppable force. Because now everybody is, you know, taking uh, action and mm-hmm. holding them, you know, themselves accountable for being the actual change that they want to see. Pushing that issue. And that's important. Damn, I was preaching right there. You was on your shit, man. I, hey, man, I was about to give you a fan real quick. Hold up. Yeah, I was, I was preaching, but um, yeah, yeah man. So we got, we got, we got to do that. So you know, if you don't listen to nothing else I say on this, and if you don't like how I do or how I operate, you get up and you be that change. If you don't like this podcast, you don't like how they operate. You get up and you build your and you build mm-hmm. your build your audience. You know what yep. I'm saying? It's enough space for everybody to coexist, and we can all create content, and we can all build businesses, and we can all move forward. Mm-hmm. Instead of being mad at everybody else for building and having some success, just build your own and you won't be alright. What did I fail at today? Um, I'm looking at this piano right now, and I know I ain't really touched it in the last 
week or so, two weeks or however. And that's one of my goals is to really get on it. And I'm really going to keep myself accountable because we can always give ourselves excuses even to ourselves. Like I'm doing I'm, I'm at least doing this. I'm at least doing this. But what are we doing at most? We can't be living by at least it's it's what are we doing at most? What did you fail at today? Uh, I feel organization every day. I mean, Ooh, getting shit. Um, and, and like I said, as I've grown in success, I'm starting to get more busy, more obligations. Mm. So I, I really, I, I'm to the point where I'm either going to have to get an assistant or a manager because things are coming in and things need to be like, really like organized. And mm. that shit is tough, like, because it becomes a lot. And when I take on too much, it fucks up my creativity. Because mm-hmm. I'm so focused on business, I'm not focused. I'm still a content creator. I still yeah. have to entertain this audience for an hour, two hours. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So I kind of, I got to get more organized, like, just with everything. Yeah, um, uh, one of my mentors uh, told me this when I was, you know, jumbling and fumbling. Sometimes you got to keep the main thing the main thing, you know? What that mean? Go deeper. My meaning... Your shows, your content creator, that is what is the foundation of you. You take out the foundation and what do we have? So we need to structure over us to make sure that our truest self, what we grow down deep to, what we know we're reaching to, and we know what is actually us, is intact. So that's what I mean when we keep in the main thing, the main thing. Keep the main yeah. thing, the main you thing. You simplify it. Simplify that to where a 13 or 14 year old can understand it. Act like you're talking to a child. <laughs> See, leave the child. Um, okay, so what's most important to you, you got to keep that on the forefront, is what I'm telling you. And make sure you're directing your energies towards what's most important to you and you don't get lost. So focus on what you're good at. Yes. And hire people to do everything else that you can't do. Well, it's not that you can't do, but everybody needs help. Exactly. Yeah. There you go. Well, you, you're, right. you're, you're helping me translate. There you go. Really? Oh, man. That's hilarious. Damn. Thank you, bro. Um, what did I succeed at today? Um, I succeeded at right now. Well, before this, I was really proud. Because I got to speak for the UCSF first generation graduate graduation. And, um, you know, they were asking me about my experience at my institution of UCSF. And, you got a degree, bachelor's um, degree? I'm going for my doctorate in dental surgery. Um, but yes, I got my uh, bachelor's from. Shout out my HBCU, North Carolina ANT at Geek Pride. And. Um, Yes, I have a master's as well. Shout out to A.T. Steele University. Love y'all. Yes. Yes. Wow, I didn't know that. Congrats, bro. Thank you, sir. How long did it take you to get your bachelor's and master's? Um, so I graduated college. No, I graduated high school in 2007. Graduated. Don't say your age. All that damn. Come on. Well, they gotta do the math. If y'all wanna go ahead and count that high. Come on. All right. So. And so I um got my bachelor's and. 2012 that was five years and then it took me a year and a half i did a couple different things before i got my master's in public health so that took like a year and a half you got a scholarship the whole way or just paying um so i ended up getting a military scholarship 
in um in my undergrad, but then mostly paid otherwise. How much college did you got? It's like in the hundreds of thousands. Yeah, it's pretty high. Serious? Mm-hmm. Damn, you gotta sell cocaine or something, bro. You gotta get up out of there. Well, well I just gotta believe in myself, and that's what I'm gonna do. Believe in the plug too. <laughs> I am the plug. <laughs> the plug is me. Oh man, did you get tempted to do EDD scams or no? No, I don't need scam. I'm gonna be. I'm gonna be who where I'm supposed to be. Come on, bro. There was twenty thousand a card. That's tempting. Yeah, but I can't under. I don't know if I'm gonna be that one that they find. <laughs> right. I'm, that's that's my luck. Just to, I don't know, they miss they miss all the other people. Bro. I'm the same. I truly believe in what's for you is gonna be for you. Mm-hmm. Once you get off that path, you will be humble. Meaning, if because you know, if God says, "I this is what I have for you," I want you to be a voice. I want you to be a servant. I don't want you to have this money, even though it's tempting. If you still go try to get out of line and gonna get that, you gonna be the one to get spanked. You uh, gonna be the one to get something gonna go wrong, or you might even get the money and then it might be a bunch of problems or unhappiness when you mm-hmm. get it. So you know, I'm the Pastor C. Lee so talking I, that I stayed talk. In my lane. I stayed, I stayed completely in my lane, and I, I've been prosperous. So where did you succeed at today? Uh, getting here. Hey, <laughs> show <sure> did. <laughs> Hell yeah! Thank you. Welcome to Atlanta Smooth. You know what I'm saying? So still, to me, like I said, my day just getting started, so I still got a lot of day left. Mm-hmm. I'm it's early. I'm gonna succeed at a lot of things today. You know what I'm saying? Uh, just being consistent. You know. Two, three years straight with my show. Hell yeah. You know, just making sure I operate my business properly, getting everybody packages out. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, I'm, I'm just, I'm succeeding. I'm having, I'm having fun. Beautiful. What made me smile today? Yo, I put Cameron in like some foam posits and he had like a tie dye shirt and he had his fresh cut and I couldn't be prouder. I had to post him. And, um, tell me more about your kids, bro. What do you want to know? How many kids you got? Two. When you had them in college? No. After college? Well, I had them in my school that I'm in right now, I guess you could say. All right, educate me on the toughest part about having children. And are, are they twins or are they different? They ghetto twins. What does that mean? Project twins. What does that mean? That means they are of the same age, but they have different mothers. Oh, yeah. you out here swinging dick all willy-nilly. Mm-hmm. Wow. Straight up. And, and are they the same age? Yep. Like the exact same age? Like they're a month apart. <laughs> I'm sorry to laugh. I'm sorry. Love you, Cameron and Chase. I'm sorry. Oh my! Can we get into that, or you don't want to? We can get into whatever. Okay, so you. Have my audience already knows everything, anyway. I didn't know this. Okay. So you basically were dealing with two different women at the same time. Not basic. Nothing is basic about that situation. So you were. Um, I would say that. I was dealing with one person and then I was dealing with another person. Give me a thumbs up if I'm getting too deep because I don't want you, I don't want to make you uncomfortable. Make me uncomfortable right, at man. my home? Okay, I'm, just, I'm just making sure. <laughs> so, did they know about each other? Well, obviously. They had to know each other if they were pregnant at the same time. No, I'm saying so when you were intimate, they both knew. When I was intimate? Before the pregnancies happened, did they know about each other? Before the pregnancies happened, did they know about each other? Yes. So, you were just on some. Nick Cannon, polygamous type shit, just dealing with multiple women, and they knew. No. Um, when I was dating one, I was dating one. And then we broke up. I didn't have no, uh, what is it called, uh, buffer period. I just. So you weren't, so you weren't cheating. It was just, it was over, and then one got pregnant. Oh, yeah. I wasn't cheating. 
Okay. Now, how did that? How did that go when two women knew they were pregnant by you at the same time? Was it any jealousy or envy or? It was tough. What was tough about it? Um, you know, dealing with a woman that's pregnant and much respect to them, um, they go through emotions, and you know, just having that weight and not that knowledge the whole entire pregnancy. Because I told him as soon as I found out, it's tough, and I feel for them, and you know, I feel for myself. So. So and they should be happy, you know. They should be happy. They so have a beautiful son. Now, is it? Are they? Okay, are they cool with each other because they have kids that are what? You have boy and girl, or girl and girl. Two, two boys. boys. Two boys. So they brothers. Or do they keep in contact with each other to keep the boys close? Or do you? Is that your no, we we just have um, proper custody agreements, and I see I have the boys um, split every other weekend, and we have pretty. They have to see each other a lot. That's the, and, but they don't communicate at all. No. That's interesting. Would, Would you, you like, like for them to communicate? I like the way everything is right now. I can't say what anybody else should do. <laughs> That's interesting. That's very interesting. You know that? You know how interesting that is? My life is interesting. Uh, man, I'm learning. I am learning. Oh my gosh. Welcome to my daily pork carb. Oh my. So now you have two two DMs and you're a single man. Correct. What happens when you get into another relationship and now she wants to, you know, procreate with him? Well, um, I think we should probably get married first. Why? Why marriage? Well, because I'm old school and I would like for all of us to share the last name. Oh, now you're old school. Oh. Well, shit. Now you're old school. Well, different things. Different things. Different things. But when we talk about tattoos for damn 10-year-olds, you are all new school. I said. Damn, ten years old. <laughs> <laughs> ten years old. Fuck. Uh, That's hella funny. <laughs> so, so you think your marriage? I would like for all of us to have the same last name. All right, I'm gonna ask you a deeper question. Um, cause I, I ask this question on my show a lot, and be honest. Do you prefer? To I'm always honest. Somebody with or without children? I don't have a preference. What you mean? I don't got no type. Bad bitches is no. And she got to have, you know. I'm calling bullshit. You know why? Why? Because if she had seven kids, you'd be like, fuck no. Well, you're asking. You just said kids. That could be two. That could be. So what's your cutoff, to be honest? There, I mean, there's no cutoff. I mean, what if she has uh, seven kids, but she's like a billionaire? Like, that would be dope. She, she would be able to take care of them. So the money matters. Money always matters. Do you know what society you live in? I like it. I like it. I like it. If a man can't provide, then he can't. That's like the first essential thing in life. And my kids are provided for. I want a woman's perspective. So, do you prefer somebody with or without kids? Without. Now, why? Why without kids? It's all perspective. Perspective. So, so you're saying you could deal with somebody who has a lot of children if the money offsets it. Well, yes. <laughs> That's real. That's, That's real. all that matters. Because love is love. If you're taking care of your kids, take care of your kids. Boy, you politically correct as a motherfucker. Shut up! You was politically correct as a motherfucker. Shut up! From San Francisco, California. I know Baby you. Baby point! I know you. I know how you, your DNA type. I know you. I they know broke you the mold with me, sir. I want to let that be known. You are a master manipulator. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> hey, 
I did read. I did read Robert Greene Mastery. That's one of my favorite books. It's over there. Francisco, California. Money and you said money matters. That lets me know everything I need to know. You are looking for somebody that is equally or higher yoked. It all depends. All depends. It all depends. Because what if she doesn't have any kids? And then like. <laughs> She, she's bad. What made me smile today? Um, this conversation right here, and um, just have just talking to C Lee, C Legal. I'm having a good time, by the way. We're having a great conversation. Um, having Hollywood rain right here, and I seen my son off, and just having a clean house and being welcome with warm people. And uh, that's what made me smile today. What made you smile? Uh, this conversation is making me smile. I love uh, going back and forth with the black men, and we just build it intellectually. It's not gossipish or slanderous. You know what mm. I'm saying? We're just having a good, healthy dialogue. Because I think these conversations are important. Like to have because this is a lot of young men think about this type of shit. Right. right. You know what I'm saying? Who to procreate with? Uh, does the money matter? You know what yeah. I'm saying? Just or just our life mm -hmm. rather than talking about the goddamn who the Knicks playing. Yeah. About. Uh, you Actual know, thoughts. You know, oh, I fuck this bitch, and I fuck right. like it's more to us than that, and that's who I kind of speak for. I speak for that that person from the hood that is equally like um, balanced, meaning not too square and suburban and bougie, but not too thugged out and hood slime on the ops. Mm -hmm. There's a pocket there for there's a large pocket there. I think that's why I'm having success because so many people can identify with that. Right. I, I'm fr I can pull up in pretty much. Most of the hoods in the Bay Area and talk yo talk. You know what I'm saying? Like I can really pull up on some uh, a murderer, a nigga right. call, and be comfortable, and I can also be in the suburbs in a completely different environment and have the intellect and dialogue and be comfortable there too. And it's a lot of people from the projects like that, but that that they're usually like looked over. Even mm -hmm. in even in charity work, I've no I've noticed. They focus on the extreme cases, right? But there's people right there in the middle, in the middle that yep. also need that guidance and help too. Absolutely. It's that kid from the hood who might not be financially there, but he also not gangbanging like a motherfucker. Yeah, he needs help and guidance too. You know what I'm saying? He needs because he might not have his father, he might not have a big brother. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? So mm -hmm. that's why that's what works for me. And even when I do my philanthropy work, I try to focus on that. Talk your talk. You know what I'm saying? So I still fuck with the, the, the extreme cases, but I try to also not lose focus of that person right in the middle, you yeah. know what I'm saying, who still can use some guidance and some help. That's important. And I want us as black men, especially the one, if you not no super street nigga, you're probably not going to be able to identify fully with that young 13, 14 year old kid that's already off the porch. Right. Got guns, you know, choppers, he's smoking already. Mm -hmm. you, can, you can help him, you can be of service, but you might be a better service to that kid that's more like you who wasn't into this shit and wanted right. better out of life but is still in that environment. You know and you can identify with that person. And you can more, identify yeah. with that person a little bit more. And that's okay. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That's okay because it might be somebody else who was a lot more active, who was really squeezing them triggers that can identify with that extreme case. Yeah. Let him handle yeah, exactly. Why you focus on what you good at. And that's, and that's fine. Exactly. That's perfect. And um, what made me sad today? Um, I'm going to say... Just uh, going back to that place, you know, um, in 2017, uh, before my sons were born. And I hate that I had to have the, those conversations with those women, but it was necessary that they knew and I had to respect them to know, like, hey, I fucked up. 
Are they white? No, they're not white. <laughs> no, I didn't have to ask. I had to ask. Why would you assume white, though? I'm just asking. You know, no, you, why was that your first go-to, though? Would, would, would that be your first um, date for most of your audience or anyone who you talk to? Would it be white be your first No. besides a white man? But you said white first, though. Why was white first? The world we have was respect to everybody in this world. <laughs> when respect, the swirl be super, super heavy. And you you know, sound like you know from a personal experience no, about no, how sir. heavy the swirl be. No slur. I've dated, I, I've, I've had interactions with white women, but you know, I deal with, I deal with the black women. Okay. All right. Well, uh, hey, you know what? Love is love, as I said yeah, before. Yeah, love is love. Yeah, I, you, you just, boy, niggas be heavy on this world. Respect to everybody, but... Now, can I, I'm going to say this, and I've never said this publicly. The only thing that um, really kind of bothers me about the swirl is when you have this mixed child. Cool, you got this mixed child. When this mixed child, which happens a lot, decides to procreate with another white person, by your third generation, your black genetics are almost completely extinct. Yeah. And I don't like seeing black people be extinct. And I think that's fair. I'm not. That's not wrong. I mean... Am no. I wrong with that? Be honest. Am I wrong? Tell me. You, you, you were never wrong if you believe, believe what you believe. believe. I just, because that shit, like, I, I, don't, I don't like seeing black people, like, extinct. I don't like seeing less black people. Well, that's tough. I understand. I, 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 I completely understand. But who's not to say in 10 generations from now, all of the races won't mix in to be one thing? What are you talking about? Like, so we have races right now because we're only, like, three or four generations or however many in with this many people, but who's not to say in like 20 generations, all the races won't mix together. But then that's, anyway. What do I think of my day overall? Um, as of right now at four o'clock on Tuesday, my day is very thoughtful, very energetic, and I'm just very thankful. I'm very thankful to have this man in front of me right now and to have interesting conversations and to go back and forth with someone who has the pulse of the culture right now. And I'm appreciative. So what do you think of your day overall? Well, my day, my day is actually going smooth. You know what I'm saying? My day is going smooth. Um, anytime I need no traffic, that's smooth, but I might be <laughs> You know, anytime, anytime I'm handling business, I'm at peace. Anytime I'm, you know, uh, not idle, I'm, I'm at peace. You know, sometimes when I'm at idle, when I'm too idle, when I'm too stagnant or when I'm not active, you know, I can start to overthink things or I can, you know, slip into some slight little depression or just not be my, my full self. So, you know what I'm saying? That's important that I stay active and, you know, doing things. You know what I'm saying? That's when I'm, I'm, I feel like I'm moving. Well, for the people who might have went that way that you're talking about, that depression, how can they get themselves out of it? If you can't afford therapy, I think it's important to build a circle of, of positive influences. I've mm. learned that when you got people who genuinely love you, that could help you. Like, just having somebody who cares. Mm -hmm. So just build a positive circle, you know, of people who genuinely care about you and who you, you ain't, because you don't always want to pour what you got going on onto them, right. sometimes just talking to them and hearing their joy can help you. When you're not a hater, other people's happiness can make you happy sometimes. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. But and obviously the, the number one thing is go get therapy. 
know what I'm saying? But everybody can't afford that 60, 70, 80, 100, 150 an hour. Mm-hmm. So, you know, if you can't afford that, just get around good, positive influences, people that's progressing, people that love you, people that's genuine. You know, uh, get active, go outside, go work mm-hmm. out. That mm-hmm. helps a lot. Um, For real. Reading, reading helps a lot. Oh, yes. You know, yep. stimulating your mind, go watch some positive YouTube videos. Yes, yes. yes. That can help you. Um, there's a lot of uh, affirmations too. Mm-hmm. Make sure you know when you you have to speak them. Speak them. Yes. Yes. Speak. Speak your. Speak yourself into, mm-hmm. into happiness. Damn. You know what I'm saying? Happiness, happiness is a choice. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So speak it. You know what I'm saying? It's a lot of things you can do. You know what I'm saying? Just do it and work on yourself. Okay. Well, what grade do I give myself to end it out? I'm gonna go with an A. Damn, I'm doing well. Yo, yo. I'm creating that godlet. Um, I'm, I'm, um, I'm keep going, and I'm glad at this excellence right now. Seely, close this out. What grade do you give yourself? Right now, I'm at like a, probably like a, I'm gonna say a, a C. Until I start. Damn. Self on yourself. Until I, until I, until I complete everything. Like I said, my day just started. Okay. You know what I'm saying? So I'm gonna give myself a C so far. But um, you know, just keep working. What, what could get you to an A? What's gonna get you there? If I have a successful show, if I get my packages sent out, if I uh, sell some more merch. Um, and what else? If I can just. Uh, you know, Are those things in your control of having a successful show and to sell more merch? Uh, not fully in my control, but I can do what I can to put the best foot forward. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So I'm going to give myself a C until I do that. But, um, yeah. C plus, C minus, 75, 70, where you at? C plus. Okay. You know what I'm saying? But, you know, we're working. We're working on it. We're we working on it. We're definitely working on it. And I'm, I'm just happy to be here. Shout out to um, my daily report card. This is a good show. This is a good platform. Um, you got my Thank, Thank you. you. This is a beautiful thing. And uh, make sure y'all tune in to all the episodes. I want to do this again, actually. We got yes. Hey, you got, we got him on tape. You know what I'm saying? He I'm said it. Again, you know what I'm saying? So I appreciate it. It's a beautiful thing. And yeah, I'm see legal for the people. Follow me at the CB brand. Let's talk about it. Once again. Okay.